Welcome to Manga Marathon, the manga where we read manga, and it's not a manga, it's a podcast. I'm not starting over. Uh, well, we read, we read manga, and as you know what a marathon is, we, you know, you run the marathon until, wait, <laughs> have you ever run a marathon? I'm a nerd, what's running? I don't know what running is. <laughs> no, but, yep, this is the show, we... Like we said, this is Manga Marathon, where we equate reading comic books to... Oh man, I'm going to get in so much shit for calling them comic books. Oh, I'm going to get in shit for saying shit on a non-explicit podcast. Graphic novels? Uh, Alright, no. Um, This is Manga Marathon, where we equate... Equate. 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 <laughs> equate. Sounds like, that sounds like a combination of equate and quiff, and I don't think I want those words combined. Sounds like some sort of, um, yeah, in a No, 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 here's what it actually sounds like. It sounds like a combination of equate and quit, and it's like, and I equi- I quit. No, don't quit, we're on the fourth episode right now. It's too early to quit now. Alright, let's see, am I too loud, do you think? No, no, I'm fine. Okay, well, yeah, I'm just wondering because I seem to be kind of maxing out the input and I'm just, I don't know, I have a little trouble figuring out what the proper gain is on this mic. But anyway, okay, let's try it again. I swear I will get through our tagline. This is Manga Marathon, the podcast where we equate reading manga to a strenuous physical test of endurance. And... It's a terrible tagline, but it's all we got, so... So far, I have terrible endurance. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. But, alright, last time on Manga Marathon. Wait, did we say what episode it is? Episode 4? It is episode 4, in case anyone... This is episode 4, last track. time is episode 3. Yep, alright. We are so out of touch, sorry, it's like, yeah. uh, May. We do moment. apologize, um, we're a little behind on... We're a couple weeks late, just because... I recently started a new schedule at work, and that schedule is a graveyard shift, which has made finding time to record very difficult. And I am in the midst of working on, you know, applying for a job, or more like preparing, lots of preparing and such. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, my main problem is that I started this shift thinking, oh, I'll be fine, I'll go to bed as soon as I get home from work, and then I'll wake up. At a what time do you hour. get home from work? I get home at one and one thirty in the morning, and then I, and you know, if I went to bed then, like maybe give myself half an hour to relax, and then. And go what to time sleep. do you go to work? Uh, work starts at four. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. That's like ten hours. It's nine hours. I added a half an hour because that's how long it takes me to get home. Oh yeah. Well. So. Yeah, it's a nine. It's nine hours. Take out uh, an hour for a lunch break because legally they're required to give me a lunch break that I am not paid for. Yeah, that's that's the thing about traveling that I just that I, that I only just realized like a couple months ago, even probably just a few weeks ago, that um if it takes fifteen minutes to travel from one place, but it takes fifteen minutes to travel back from that place back home, back back to your home. So it's like it's actually thirty minutes total. Yeah. You have to take that much that much time for yourself. Like oh, all right, so. Like, oh, it takes one hour to travel there, one hour to travel back. Five hours to travel there, five hours to travel back. That's ten hours, people. Yeah, it, yes. Manga Marathon, we do basic math. 
And we drink Powerade and Gatorade. I mean, we don't know. We don't fuck that stuff. But, you know, water. I, I drink Mountain Dew Kickstart, Hydrating Boost, Energizing Pineapple Orange Mango, because I am a show who may potentially be addicted. You remember that episode of Futurama where Fry gets addicted to Slurm? Um, this may be that. Um, it may very well come out of a come out of a slug's anus, and I'm still drinking it. Um, you need a robot, Ren. Damn right, I need a robot. <laughs> Wait, I thought you were. Oh. I am not a robot. Just well, because... <laughs> well, we only ever talk through chat or Skype, so you're basically a robot, friend. We met once. Yes. You wore a bandana for some reason that day. Because I was in a pirate phase. You were in a pirate phase. I read I'm one piece. I'm always in a pirate phase. I was wandering around trying to figure out what I was coming to do the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I was I in was... my gay phase. Yeah. It was good times. I remember at the Funimation booth, we bought those $30 for a blind bag of three DVD sets. And I was like, oh, sweet. I got a one I got one piece. I got um Samurai 7 the complete series and I got the first half of Romeo X Juliet. Meanwhile, you purchased and do you even remember what you got? I didn't even bother opening them. They're still unopened to this day. <laughs> I I I have planned I actually have thought about eventually opening them just watching. I have the entire Air series. I think I have Rumble Heart and um UFO Valkyrie some Moe Loli Oh, my, oh my yeah, for <laughs> yeah, for needless to say, for fans of shonen manga and anime, it was a bit of a disappointing poll. But for people that like that kind of stuff, that would have been a sweet blind bag. Unfortunately, Mo deprived them of that blind bag, and they probably deprived him of the, of the action anime. Although, well, I guess mine was only two thirds action anime. But anyway. The uh, the point being that current... So anyway, like we said, we're a little bit behind because with my new schedule, it would work in an ideal situation if I were to go to bed at the right time. Unfortunately... Yeah, I have trouble going back. I have trouble going to bed myself. I, every time I have like an important appointment, it's like, say, 9 a.m. or 10 or 11... I still keep going to sleep at like 12 or 1 and I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know. Yeah, anyway, the point being that we've had to adjust, we've had to make some adjustments so that we can record again. But don't worry, after this we'll go back to weekly um, releases. I hope so. so. Yeah. yeah, I hope so too. But anyway, the point being... Alright, so let's go ahead and get into the manga we're covering this week. And, well, before we do that, we also want to know, um, if you, the listeners, give us feedback, what do you prefer? Do you prefer to have us go over entire series in one go, or would you prefer to do a couple volumes of a series, take and then do a different series, then go back and jump around a little bit between series, so that you don't, you know, so that this doesn't become the We Review Naruto podcast, although that would be entertaining, but that nonetheless. That would be entertaining, but it's such a bore fest for me. Yeah, it's... I'm right, right now, I'm back into Bleach for some reason. I'm playing the Bleach phone game, I'm watching the Bleach anime. I don't know what happened, I just... It's yeah. It's like the very first shonen manga I've ever read. It kind of came out of nowhere. I'm like, what the hell? You're into Bleach is a thing again? Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so, because basically the idea that I'm thinking is that I don't want 
Well, I don't want people to go away because we're just talking about a single series for months on end. <clears throat> yeah, that that will happen. That will happen. But anyway, the if you have any particular feelings, uh, mostly I'm talking, you know, in regards to very long series, like a short series, a five volume series, we may just go through the whole thing in five episodes. But if it is like a 70 volume series, we're talking at one volume a week, we're talking 70 weeks, which is, uh, what's 70 divided by four? Um, well, let's see, eight divide, 80 divided by, no, that's not 80 divided by four is 20. So we're around, so we're somewhere in the ballpark of 15 to 20 um, months. <laughs> Manga Marathon, we said basic math. That's not, like a, not advanced that's like, math. That's like a year and six months. Oh wait, I mean, um, sorry, that's bleacher thing there. It's yeah, <laughs> it's a long time. It's a very, it would be basically we would be spending over a year on a single manga, which in the current format is absolutely ludicrous. So I guess the two options are okay. Option one: Do you want us to jump around series? and go do two to three volumes of one series, two to three of another, and just kind of jump around? Or would you be more interested in longer episodes where we cover multiple volumes, kind of like how we did the, how our first episode was? Um, or do you prefer more in-depth discussion of individual volumes, or would you like us to cover five volumes in one episode, but not get as in-depth on it? Which I think for longer series may actually become a necessity, you know, just because when we're talking about, you know, a brand new release or a series that's just a couple volumes, we can, you know, we can do one volume per episode, no problem. But Good point. when it's when we're talking, like we said, it would take over a year up to two years for some of the really long-running series, and I don't think anyone has the patience for that. <laughs> don't you want to read Berserk? Yeah. Man, we could start reviewing Berserk one volume a, one volume a week, and by the time we finish, he still wouldn't be done. We're still, we'll be old men by then, and, and he'll be a zombie. Well, I don't know, a zombie mangaka might not be a terrible thing. Just keeps, <laughs> making, keeps making more manga. Only if you feed him your brains. Mm. Oh, that's, that's actually a fantastic idea. A zombie that wants to become a manga artist. So he goes and eats the brains of the most popular manga artists to take their place. Copyright. <laughs> Copyright Derek. That's my idea. Hands off, you best. No. Oh, Gotta remember. Clean rating. No swearing. Alright. Anyway, getting into the actual thing that you came here after 10 minutes of just BS. Yes, yes, my favorite thing with volume three. Um a little a little fun fact. Um my little sister actually actually has gone into reading this series. She's actually begged me to get volume three. <laughs> and it, she even has paid to get volume three for me. I'm like, okay. Yeah like sweet. Let's get her into let's get her into all this other manga that I intend to review for the podcast. <laughs> what what? <laughs> Ulterior motives? What are you talking about? No, no, I won't do that. Yeah, that would like, be kind I like getting to the stuff herself. That yeah, that's the level that's the level of douche that is funny to joke about, but if actually put into practice is like, what the heck, man? Alright, well, let's start things right. <clears throat> Last time on My Hero Academia. It was a very long time ago. I can't remember no, just joking. Um Last time, at the very this... end, I believe all might 
peers? Yes, I was about to get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, last time on My Hero Academia, the villains attack the students in an attempt to draw out All Might. Um, will All Might take the bait? Yes, yes he will. He did. You saw it at the end of the last volume. But will he fall to their evil scheme, or will he be triumphant like the symbol of justice that he is? Find out now in My Hero Academia, Volume 3. You know, that probably sounded a lot worse than it did in my head. I'm like trying to do a cool announcer voice, and I'm like, I have absolutely no talent when it comes to you doing You need more voices. practice. Uh, yeah, shut up. But, alright, let's get, alright, so let's get into the actual volume. So, basically, alright, so the first little part is All Might fights the enemies, and then we find out why they thought that they could take him out. Turns out, they have their Nomu, the specially enha enhanced being, is, has not only, you know, he absorbs impact, he has regeneration, he's basically you know, a custom-made weapon to destroy All Might. Bizarro? And, eh, that's not what Bizarro is, but, True. you know. Or, I think a better comparison would be um, oh, Doomsday in Batman. I knew you were going to say Doomsday. Yeah, which that's not what he was in the comics at all, but in the movie, also, that movie was great. I don't know what the <laughs> hell is wrong with you people. And yes... He spent so long trying to convince me that's good. It's absolutely Yes, thank you. It's like, yeah, this is a friendship ending kind of situation, topic, whatever. I don't know. Anyway, that's we're not here for Batman, although I'm always here for Batman. Oh, I read a Batman comic that I borrowed from the library. Oh, cool. Which one was it? Hush. Hush? That is a fantastic book. I said hush. You read a comic? We should do another podcast. A podcast all about Western comics, specifically superhero comics. Ooh, we should do a Batman podcast. You're going to do a Batman podcast with me. Oh, crap. What have I got myself in doing? Yeah, you sorry bastard. <clears throat> Again, trying to make, keep keep down on the swearing, because swearing is funny. But I also don't want to mark this as I an explicit like podcast. I guess I borrow comics from the library. I'm like, oh, I can realize. That is yeah, that is a thing. You should read more American they comics. They have Astro Boy Volume 1. They're missing two for some reason, but they have three and Wait, four they have, and five. They have Astro Boy Volume 1? That's awesome. I need to double-check my own library to see if there's anything there, because I would love to do an episode on at least one volume of Astro Boy. Mm -hmm. People, come here for heart, heart, deep, hard-hitting analysis. Stay, or rather, don't stay for the fact that we meander and can't stay focused. Anyway, yeah, yeah. so... Let's focus back on what we're looking at. Looking at so, all right. So All Might is in a bit of a pickle because he is basically he gun he gonna die. <laughs> There's he can't, you know, he can't defeat the villains because they are specifically made to defeat him. So and he no matter how hard he punches them or punches Nomu, Nomu keeps absorbing it. How will he defeat him? By punching him. Nomu says Harder. Nomu. Yes. <laughs> but yes, he punches Nomu. Harder. It's uh, <laughs> it's a bit of a Rock Lee kind of result to the battle. <laughs> like, conclusion to the battle. Like, remember, like, the battle with um, the guy, uh, what was it, the first story arc after the Naruto time skip, and they had 
and Rock Lee and his group were facing copies of themselves that were exactly as strong as them and had all their skills. Oh, yes, I do remember And that. then Rock Lee was like, we just have to be stronger than we were a couple minutes ago. And I'm like, uh, uh, um... Just punch them harder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, what was it from Dragon Ball Z abridged, um, the cooler movie, where it's, um, it was like, Vegeta, I think I know how to beat them. If you say punch them harder, I swear I'll punch you in the dick. Uh, we can punch them harder? Together? Fine, whatever. Oh, uh, yes. And now I'm, now I can't stop chuckling about the, about the, they punched me in the dick? Why? Why does he keep punching me in the dick? And then the absolute army of cooler robots, and it's like, wow. I can't believe they all punched you in the dick. <laughs> I don't know if the... I my laughter, so because I'm controlling it, it sounds really worse. <laughs> I don't know if my... I don't know if my... If I laugh too loud, I'll probably break there. people's eardrums. I don't want to do that. Mm. Yeah. Well, the point being, All Might manages to defeat Nomu, but then he finds himself in a bit of a pickle in that he's got nothing left. And he's still got two enemies left. But he's saved by the intervention of Midori, of Deku, and by the intervention of all the other heroes, the faculty from the school who have who've arrived because Ida managed to run all the way back and bring them back. And so now outnumbered, the villains have no chance, and they retreat. And yep. we got a fun little scene with, um, you know, the heroes trying to hide the fact that All Might has reverted to his, um, well, I wouldn't say really normal form because we're not really sure what his normal form is. I think that is his normal form. Is it? But I mean, Deku doesn't transform. I think it's more, the way I always read it was that All mm -hmm. Might is his normal form. All Might manages to, like, get, probably, yeah, maybe. Why is GoDaddy calling me? Weird. Why is GoDaddy calling you? I don't know. They keep calling. They keep calling me at weird times, and I'm just like, guys, I'm at work. Or I get weird numbers too, but I don't know why there's a GoDaddy calling you. It's it's my web host. Oh, it's okay. you know, so it's it's relevant. It's <laughs> just like last time I talked to them, I was like, why do you guys keep calling me? And they're like, oh, I don't know. They're like, I don't worry, we'll stop. And I'm like, you, you're still calling me. Like. And I'm a little worried that I'm like, okay, I'd like to call them and find out what's going on, but at the same time, it's, uh, guys, you're, are oh, you going to give today, me the same answer? Today is Friday the 13th, I just realized that. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, I'm not leaving the house. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I, I, I stay inside all day. Yeah, I'm totally joking. I'm going to go buy magic cards after this is done. Because oh. I've gotten into Magic the Gathering, and I, I have no more money. <laughs> If I can find volume 11 somewhere. Oh, yeah. Eventually, we need to get do uh, go over Bleach. Just because I've been wanting to reread it for a while. Because I remember always being like, man, this is the greatest manga ever. And then I got to a certain point, and I'm like, man, this is garbage. We, <laughs> so yeah, I want to figure yeah. out where that happened and what happened. But yes, enough of the meandering back, back to My Academia Volume 3. Yes. So... Anyway, so after that, we've got several, let's see, we got a, let's see how, yeah, we got about a chapter and a half of, um, you know, of dealing with the aftermath of the villain attack, and then immediately we go into something that I will admit I was a little worried about, 
Because any time a manga does this, I'm like, oh, mother of mercy, don't! Because they're generally the worst parts of the manga. But, and yet for some reason, this and another manga had tournament arcs, which is what is coming up very early on in their run. I mean, we're talking Volume 3 and they're already doing a tournament. So I'm like, oh, this is painful. Why are you Hunter Hunter did it right at the very start. Yeah, that too. Yeah, Hunter Hunter. Um, Well, let's see. I guess, well, I guess, um, what was it? World Trigger didn't do it right at the start, but... They're still doing it. They're still doing. Oh, jeez. They're, they're still doing it because the whole main motivation of 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 of, of if, I, if I still recall, I just came in now. The whole the whole motivation of um Tamakoma two is um to pretty much get to A rank so they can be called for the waste squad so that the actual real story can finally start. Because I am tired of seeing all these characters. I mean, I understand I'm tired of trying to do something here, but. I stopped uh, reading it two years ago when they started a boring tournament. They're still going? Because the tournament got interrupted, and then they're like, okay, what are we doing in the tournament? That's the tournament. What the? <laughs> this is like that. This is like the, when Torico did, decided to do its tournament, and then the tournament got a, interrupted, and the first part, and then we got the end of the first arc where the villains and the heroes finally clash, and then afterwards, they don't go back to the frickin' tournament. Well, and I'm Torco's like, in like the super climax of, of, of its story right now, where all the yeah. great dads and the honestly, great are fighting each other and stuff now. Yeah, honestly, the thing with that with the Torco tournament, though, is that I was excited for that, because it's like, it's a cooking tournament! That's awesome! Komatsu gets to compete, Torco is doing jack, and then it gets interrupted, and they don't go back, and I'm like, oh. But with this one, it's like, they get, I was like, oh, it's a tournament. It's a boring tournament of boring fights, because this series doesn't know how to do interesting fights. Even though it does somewhat interesting fights, it's still boring as heck. Anyway, we're talking about My Hero Academia. And I'm trying to be more positive. Talk about manga that I like. This one actually does tournament pretty well. The, the thing is, it doesn't focus too much on the tournament. It focuses on, 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 on the characters that, you know, that's going on. Because mm -hmm. the tournament arts, it's always like what's going on with the tournament. Or, um... Yeah. I think one thing that is a good example of that is the fact that Ochaku... Ochako, or, or, yeah, Ochako. Yeah, that she, um, that she reveals part of her character motivation, which is she's becoming a hero because she wants money. And then it turns out she wants to, you know, she wants money so she can take care of her parents so they don't have to work so hard. And I'm like, okay, that's good. That's a See, good motivation. I like that. Many, not many main characters that he had that kind of motivation. I mean, it's because, probably because he comes from like a normal type of. Family in a way, yeah. you say. Yeah. Like the rest are like, I come from a great elite family. I come from, um, well, I don't want to spoil it, but you know, we're gonna find out later. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like you know, it's kind of like how with um, you know, for example, in One Piece, Nami's motivation was she wants money, to the point where she steals money, and then you find out, oh, it's because her entire island is enslaved, and she wants to buy it back from the ruthless pirate that's that murdered her mother. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> but, oh come on! You all should know that. It's like that series has been out for like some people haven't years, read One Piece, but anyway, or nineteen. I don't know. It's like I like those ones where it's sort of like you got the character where it's like, what? Why would you have such a base motivation as monetary profit? It's like, uh, my mother's in the hospital with cancer and I need to pay for the hospitals. <laughs> well, I feel like a jerk. <laughs> I don't know why that, um. 
why that smarmy British accent I... turned into a southern accent. I think, okay, if I recall from reading Hunter Hunter before at some point, um, I believe that was like Lorio's like motivation. Yeah. Money. Money is a good motivation because, I mean, let's be honest, all of us are motivated by money. Everyone that, you know, that's, Everyone that has a job that or money who's looking for a job. has either been lied to or thinks money's not a big deal and then realize money is a big deal. Money, like um, Money's a hella big deal. It is a big deal. We've found society. What are you talking again. about, man? Swearing again. I'm hoping that if I point out the fact that I swore and then get annoyed at myself will allow me to avoid any kind of explicit rating. But yes, chapter 22. That's pretty much, um, yeah, that, that that's pretty much Otako's, like, a Motivation and stuff. Motivation chapter. Yeah, and then 23, we get into the actual... Well, no, yeah, no, it's not no, it's not starting yet, but, yeah, so we get to see some of the other students because, of course, they're all like, oh, hey, it's class 1A. They're the ones that almost died. Let's go look at them. They think they're better than us. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, you get kind of like some other characters that get introduced, and you're sort of like, I love the scene just because it's like, you know, you've got um, Bakugo who's just antagonizing everyone, and... <laughs> And meanwhile, in the background, yeah, and meanwhile, in the background, you've got, like, Deku and Ida, who are just like, no, we're not, you know, no, we're not with him. We don't agree with him. Stop insulting people. I think, oh, yeah, there's, like, one that I absolutely love was just them, the two of them, just shaking their heads and waving their hands, like, no, no, <laughs> we have, we're not with him. We're not crazy. And we get some pretty good expressions, you know, from um, the two of them and then um, Uraraka as well. He does really, he does this really weird big-eyed expression that's kind of hilarious. But, yeah. So, and then everyone preps and, you know, there's the typical, yeah, I will, you know, I am, uh, you are my rival and I will defeat you and become a better hero, etc. So... But yeah, so getting into the topic of a tournament arc, let's um, oh yes, let's take a second. Let's take a second and um, try to figure out why tournament arcs have such a bad rap or rep among manga fans. And so, my main thought is that they waste time. It's an easy way for the artist or the writer to say, hey, here's a bunch of fights. No, they're not life and death fights. No, they don't really have any, there's no real stakes beyond I want to be the best. I also get to introduce some characters that I haven't had a chance to introduce yet. Well, it does, yes, that is possible. That's, I mean, actually, that's actually one of the positive reasons. Yeah, but I mean, I think a lot, and one of my reasons, alright, you do, I'll be the devil's advocate, you be the not the devil's advocate. Be the good lawyer. Heh. <laughs> Oxymoron. But anyway, my, there's also the fact that it's been overdone. Like, a lot. Like, I mean, for example, Dragon Ball. It's like, the entire framework of the series, it feels like, it may not actually be, it's been a while since I read the series, but it feels like it's all, get stronger, fight a villain, now let's go, go do a tournament arc multiple times like how many times to see there's um there's the first world tournament there's the second one that uh introduces tension han um 
I know that there's the third one that ends the first part where Goku and Chi-Chi get married. Or, yeah, <laughs> that was actually one of my favorite parts. I'm just like, <laughs> Goku, you moron. You're married. <laughs> but I swear there were more, but I can't remember. I'm, I may I have inflated it. Cell. Well, there was, yeah, that was in Dragon Ball Z. There was the Cell tournament, which was more just, hey, try and kill me. Okay. And then there was the one that was, uh, let's see, there was the one when, after the Cell arc, when Goku comes back as an angel and competes. Uh, Goku is an angel. Yeah. No, he isn't. <laughs> I have a halo. Yeah. Again. <laughs> and then there's the one after that that ends the series. And so, there's at least five that I know of. There may be more, but I can't remember. But Oh, yeah, I want to see, I want to try and list on many, many series that have tournament art where, you know, just in, just in their series. Um, yeah, there was, um, what was it? I believe Nagima had a really long one. Dragon Ball, Nagima, Yu Yu Hakusho, mm. History Strong, Saiko Kenichi. Yeah. I mean, that's well, that was much. a good, that was a really good arc. Um, that was a good one. It was, and because it, you know, I think the main thing is because it managed to perfectly blend the tournament structure with a larger conflict while at the same time having it all come down to the tournament, you know, the outcome of the tournament. Like, that's why one piece is pretty Yeah, it's like, and what also tied into it as well was that the fact that the, our protagonist, his, um, like, our protagonist's, um, he has a stake in this, you know, by winning this tournament, he is declare basically, you know, s declaring or you know showing that he is a very strong fighter. That he has made progress in his goals. I mean, it it works better because a lot of times it's some arbitrary. Oh, hey, I want to win this so I can get this thing that I need. But no, this was entirely about the character's journey. The character needs to prove that the training has paid off, and by f allowing him to get to the end of the tournament, he shows. That he that his training has paid off, you know, by being basically the world champion in his age group, which somehow then later on there's other um, disciples that are you know, more powerful. Sports than is all about tournament. You know that it is true, but we're specifically talking about battle battle manga, which, for example, I think a good example of a terrible. Um, let's wait, 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 wait! Before we get to terrible, I'll turn, okay. Okay, I did say Hunter Hunter, you did. but I, I kind of miss, I miss taking that with the exam because the actual tournament, like an actual tournament where I'm gone, I'd be silhouette take on, like some sort of tower. Yeah. I, I didn't get that far. I just got to the point where they just found out that they, that they, about them holding them thing. Right. Because then I lost interest after I realized Togashi's been going high for so long. And I'm like, I'm not going to deal with this guy. And then I got into Miura's Berserk and now I'm, I'm stuck on that. I can't get out of that point. Okay. I'm stuck. I am in Berserk Hill. But, yeah, no, I know One Piece did sort of a tournament arc, except it wasn't your typical tournament arc. It was like a gladiator match, and it, you know, it didn't actually, I think it didn't actually really matter. The outcome didn't, well, it did a little bit, but not for the main character. You yeah. Know? It was more like, you know, we just need to keep this th MacGuffin from getting falling into the hands of the wrong person. Mm -hmm. So, but, yeah. I want to bring up Nagima's tournament arc because it's been a very long time since I read that series and I don't really have any motivation to ever read it again, so I can't, I'm not going to refresh my memory, but... I actually want to compare 
I want to see one compare the pod of Negima, like, like the pacing of pod of Negima, with Bleak because both of them have very poor pacing. It is that would be. And yet for me, Bleak is more entertaining to read, probably because not all these characters are talking in small bubbles everywhere and like trying to read like twenty people talking in one panel, and the panel's like about four by four. I'm like, I can't even read that. I'm not able to read that. Also, I can read Bleach in public without feeling like a freak. Until you get to the part where um, the Vanden Reich appears and then where he made her clothing. Uh, Even that <laughs> does not compare to how embarrassed I would feel. She's no <sighs> That's a completely other topic that I don't want to get into. <laughs> but needless to say, fan service in a manga of any kind makes it very difficult to read in public. But yeah, tournament. As you were saying about Negima, sorry. Yeah, um, the main thing is, it was long, uh, I didn't give a crap about any of the characters, I don't Yeah, I don't remember anything. And the prize at the end was like, I don't even remember, it was like something fake, wasn't it? It's like, hey, meet your dad, wait, this isn't actually your dad, sucker, and I'm like, you mother... Oh, and I'm from this different alternate dimension where, like, Mars exists, I'm like, are you, what the, what? Yeah, oh, Jesus. I'm related to you. What? <laughs> that series was such a mess. Because if because if I remember reading correctly, um, uh, he wanted uh, to do a battle manga, but the they originally said, "Hey, no, make a harem series, a romantic comedy harem series." And he's like, "All right, fine." The protagonist is ten years old. Meanwhile, the editors and publishers are like, uh, oh boy. <laughs> Well, oddly enough, I actually found something that's like Love Hino meets Yokai. Oh, yeah. Well, let's get back to My Hero Academia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, anyway, the point of discussing... Alright, so, the best way to tie this in, like, ten minutes later, is that the best comparison between the tournament and My Hero Academia is with the History's Strongest Disciple, Kenichi. Oh, yeah. Which is there? What you've got is a character is you know is a character who the entire point of the tournament is to show how much he's progressed. That's what we've got here. I will give the Kenichi the the leg up in it, in that he's gone through a lot before he gets to the tournament. Here, I still feel that the tournament comes too soon. But at the same time, given the way modern manga publishing works, it kind of makes sense to have everything be a little bit accelerated. Yeah, things are being accelerated if modern manga knows. I mean, yeah. it would have just taken, like, in the old days, it would have just probably taken about maybe 50, 50 more chapters for it again to. Maybe. Yeah. So. Or 150. I don't know. Yeah, it's. I mean, granted, there's something to be said with we don't want to wait for something large and meandering, but. There are certain things that feel like they do better if they've been, you know, if they've been given enough time to really develop. Because, I mean, we get an entire massive story arc in that manga before we even get close to the uh, tournament. But here it's pretty much, you know, it's a tournament, but at the same time, we are also promised that there will be other tournaments like this in the future because they, this is only their first year of high school. Oh, yeah, you're right. Also, speaking of it being embarrassed to read manga in public, let's get introduced to Midnight. 
18 plus heroin. No, that's, that's actually what her title is. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's just like, R-rated, should she really be in a high school? She's is just she like, naked? shut it. Yeah, that's the first thing I was like, is, is she naked? But then you actually... We all thought that too, trust me. We all thought yeah, that Yeah, but then if you look at the, uh, on the back of volume three, you see that, well, yes, that area that isn't covered by the corset is actually in a is in a pink shade that is not her skin color. It's a bodysuit. For some reason, in the same shade as, as skin color. Yeah. She's like, yeah, she's like, if I could get away with it, I totally wouldn't be wearing this bodysuit. I'd just be wearing the corset. But, yeah. Although I remember at some point, I think, let's see where... Not fan of women this... corsets, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay. The thing about corsets is that if worn the way they were worn at the height of their use, they are incredibly, incredibly dangerous. I mean, we're talking crushing things on the human body that should not be crushed. Like, any part of the human body. <laughs> they were during the Victorian age, didn't they? Um, I don't know the exact one, so I don't want to throw out a name and make myself look like an idiot, but... <laughs> no, I, I did, so I don't care. Yes, thank you for taking my place and you looking like an idiot. Although you're probably right. Um, I'm not certain, though, but anyway, I don't know. When they had the big poofy dresses and the massive cleavage, which, eh. Wait, how? <laughs> they kind of... I, I need to look this up for research. But, Mo, don't! <laughs> <laughs> if you Google corsets, it will not end well. Oh, or, yeah, I don't like that. Or it might end very well, depending on your personal preferences. But anyway, the point being that Modern corsets, as far as I'm aware, are not meant to, you know, distend your body the way. They're more like, hey, I'm putting this on. It's tight, but it's not crush my organs into pieces. This is my last vertebrae? I don't know. Wait. This is my last kidney. I don't know. Do corsets crush kidneys? Maybe. Anyway, the point being, they're meant to be sexy wear instead of... Make my waist look like a Barbie. What's a Barbie? I don't know. I'm a, some Victorian age person. <laughs> uh, man, I'm not nearly as funny as I think I am. I know what song you were trying to do to the tune of. I remember now. <laughs> yes, yes. It was um, very... I'm so bad at this stuff. Yeah, but anyway... But, um, okay, so yes, Midnight, yeah, because she's very um, risque in... in, in... Yeah. Terms of her appearance, but don't worry, she's wearing a bodysuit. Yeah, a very tight uh, bodysuit. But yeah, see, see, I, I was reading this in between work at work, and when I got to this, I was like holding my hat so that my hand was covering her and looking over my shoulders, trying to get through the pages as quickly as possible. And I could just imagine someone show up, and I'm like, "Why are you holding your, that that book like that? No reason. Why are you putting your two fingers covering where her nipples?" <laughs> Man, I'm not, co I'm not covering any that. I'm covering the entire character as much as I can. But, yeah, that made it a... That's the thing. My Hero Academia, safe for work. Except those ve those very rare moments where you remember, oh, right, I, this is going to get a little... <laughs> going to get a little dicey, but it's not nearly as bad as trying to read something like Food Wars or History's Strongest Disciple Kenichi at work. Well, I do believe in volume two that the creator did say on um, on the like character information page for Mineta that um it was something about uh he got to make 
Perfect or something. Yeah, he does. Which, but he, yeah. for someone that says they like to make pervy characters, he does show a great deal of restraint. You know, he's like, doing. He, he's finding balance. Yeah, it's like, hey, look, here's a character who has, who wears, sexy outfits. But yeah, it's like okay, well, it's a manga. Every once in a while, you'll have a sexy character. But no, she's not really my. She's not really my type. Don't worry. <laughs> what? You mean sexy woman is not your type? Nah, she. I don't know. Honestly, if we're talking about types, it's probably what is it, Mount Lady? Nah, she looks crazy. <laughs> yeah, and it's <laughs> that not. Face, and it's that very face. Yeah, I still remember. Oh yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, and. And also, no, no, I'm not going to do it. I won't do it. This is not an explicit podcast, so I'm oh, yeah, not going to make a joke. Let's move on. So yeah. we're on chapter 24 of this, right? Um, yeah, we're talking about the actual start of the competition, which is a foot race. And they basically, everyone uses their powers in creative ways to get around, you know, to get ahead. And we also get to see that one of the obstacles is the giant robots that they weren't meant to fight in the entrance exam. And I do like there were a few moments where some of the people that weren't in the hero entrance exam were just like, wait, they this is what they were fighting? And then, of course, you actually get to see characters, you know, get to see how they, um, you know, you get it's to a see... It's free-for-all run. Pretty much, yeah. You get to see how much people have improved um, based on how they deal with these robots. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, and we also get to, and we also get to see um, that there's more than one guy with hardening quirk. In fact, <laughs> he has he has a better quirk because, was it, Kirishima's quirk is his heart, body turns hard as rock. This other guy, his name is Tetsu Tetsu. Ah, uh, sorry, let me just say it right. Tetsu 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 Tetsu. His quirk is Tetsu Four. Yeah, as you may have as you may have noticed, his quirk is steel. And his heart body can turn hard as steel, and you're like, oh, isn't doesn't that just suck? Where you're like, hey, I have a I have a really cool power. Oh look, person who has a more powerful power than I do, you bastard. <laughs> it's kind what's of what's the difference though? Because okay, so apparently well, one's as hard as rock, which depending on the type as hard of rock. As rock. Well, and I mean, I guess it would depend on the kind of rock that we're talking about, but. One thing with rock is rock is prone is more prone to shatter. Steel, mm. on the other hand, is more likely to bend, unless it's you know unless it's depending on the carbon content, which could mean that it may be more brittle, which would mean that you know it would shatter. But generally, steel is seen as harder. But then again, <clears throat> then again, depending on the type of rock, it can be a bit harder than that as well. Or I think it is. Um, anyway. Well, let's hope there's no one with a quirk where they turn their body like glass. That's just really bad. <laughs> That'd be like, um, I'm gonna... This is the most useless quirk ever. I don't want this quirk. You're stuck with kid. Honestly, yeah. I'd be like, I'm never... I'm going to work in the pillow factory. Yep. And so... Even you'll still... You'll, still, granted, you'll still shatter in the pillow factory. Granted, now. being able to turn your body into glass could be useful if you use it right. Such as... Turning your fingers into glass, you know, glass tips that you can use to cut things. Oh. Sure, you might run the risk of shattering yourself. But if you're very careful, you could use it for little things like 
you know, cutting cutting things out. Hmm. Makes you wonder if we ever see a one-piece dead who can turn parts of the body into glass. Well, the entire body, and then they make the mistake of turning entirely into glass. I don't think all of them ever do a logia if you ever even try to think of that. Like, no, I will probably get people killed really bad. And I'm like, I have, I have my first character killed, and I can't do anything about that. Well, uh, well, it could work in one piece, because remember, logias can put themselves back together. Oh. But oh. I don't think I don't think glass would be a logia type. I think it's glass unlikely a paradise. Glass is too much sand superheated. Pretty, pretty much. much, it's it's what oh. crocodile it's what crocodile's power would be on a very bad day. Oh boy! But the the thing is, if somebody actually turned to glass, it would be more like, you know, Luffy or Buggy or Mister what was it, Mister One, you know the hey. or the what's that one guy? Oh, um, that the guy that turns into uh, that turns into crystal or diamond on Whitebeard's crew. You know, it's no two. Yes, that one. Yeah, it's more um. Yeah, that that would be more of a paramecia type because I think there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I think um, logia types they turn into non-solid things like you know fire, magma, wait, ice. Oh. Hmm. Um, my theory mostly stands. <laughs> but anyway, I'm pretty sure that a glass logia or paramecia would be absolutely worthless. But yeah. Anyway, moving on. I don't know why we're so distracted. It's not like we realize we have nothing I'm to say. I'm sorry, I just have things just want to talk about. You can't see me just keeping on my mind. Indeed. I'm very bad at this. Mm. So, um, yes, in their own quirky ways, everyone manages to do stuff and whatnot. I don't know. Yep, yeah, in their quirky ways. I got And they would explain it better than us. Yeah, it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do like. I mean, we get a lot of the fun of this is seeing the different quirks and also seeing characters that we already know their quirks use their quirks, and also you know you get some fun expressions. I think I like it on. Um, I enjoy the one it's on. Let's see, it's in chapter. Where is it? We're on chapter twenty-five. Like one, two, three, four, page five. You got a little montage. You have that. I don't know what it is, what it is, but that one, uh, the one character, she, her power is, um, she can use e her earphones, uh, no, like the Earl. earbuds or what? No, not earbuds. Earl. Is that her name? Yes. Okay. Well, anyway, I don't know. For she's some not. reason, she's just got this casual, satisfied expression as she's just waltzing through, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know why, but it's well drawn. It's entertaining. But I really enjoy facial expressions on manga characters, if that isn't already clear. Like, any kind of really well-drawn expression, whether it's funny or serious or traumatized, or just something simple. I really enjoy it! That's why I like cartoons. Indeed, yes. That's why I like cartoons and comics and manga and anime, because people insist on the distinction over live-action stuff, because, quite frankly, you get exaggerated expressions that you can't do in real life. Unless you're the live action The Mask. Unless which you barely unless counts. You, unless you are Araki, Hirohiko Araki himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh my god. Yeah, so moving on, we got the different um Yeah, this I mean this is a really dangerous you know, this is a really dangerous course we're like, geez, a minefield. But what I really love about it is that we finally get Deku who's been 
you know, the focus has not been on him. He's just kind of come in a little bit here and there. He's been a bit behind, but so he manages to use the metal plate from a thing, from a robot that he stole from, and dig up a bunch of mines, and then use their explosion to throw them into the air while riding the metal plate, and then uses and then uses it it as a last minute advantage to get ahead of everyone else by slamming it to the ground while there are more mines stuck to it. And so I'm just like, although I'm not entirely sure how he manages to pull that off while in midair. It's well, kind he of, didn't have a shield. And also, it also, what it, well, you know, I mean, no, how he manages to slam the shield down, right? Oh. So he's in the air, he gets off, he starts falling off of the shield, and then somehow he manages to twist himself around in midair and pull and slam the massive metal plate onto the ground where the mines blow up and also that implies that he was lying on mines while he was flying through the air and I'm like, uh, this scene is awesome but I'm, I need to not think about it too much otherwise it confuses me. <laughs> but needless to say, he comes in at first place and that is the big moment where the hero has proven himself. And now it's all uphill from here. No, it isn't. <laughs> because after we go through the rankings and realize that Mineta... The rankings and yeah, the lobby. Yeah, we realize that Mineta continues to be an absolute scuzzbag. <laughs> because as Yao Yorozu walks in, finding herself in, in 17th place, we then find that Mineta realized that he would be able to get through the course... By using his, by using his sticky, sticky things balls. to stick to stick to her, so that she carries him all the way. And as he says, two birds, one stone. And he's like, "I'm a freaking genius." And she says, "You're the absolute worst." And I have to concur. It's kind of hilarious, but at the same time, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you, darn you, you little." But. Yeah, I do like all the different reactions we get to the different um, rankings. Because they're just... And also we get some really fun character designs. I like, um, let's see, in number four, um, Ibarra Shiozaki. I really like that design, the one that has the... Uh, that instead of hair, she has thorns. People keep calling her Jesus, girl. I don't know why. Well, because um, when he was crucified, they made a crown or a... Um, Wreath of thorns, yeah. Wreath so, of thorns. That's kind of what she has. Thorn she has, yeah. She's got her vi thorned vines, got two strands or maybe one strand wrapped around her head, kind of like a, kind two. of like that. And so, well, it could be one that's wrapped double, but yeah. yeah it could be that too. There's in number five, Juzo Honen. I don't ever recall ever seeing who he is. I, I always pass That's the, the only place I ever see him, and I'm like. Oh, hello, Titan form, Aaron. <laughs> don't realize that. And then, as we get through, we get some better. We get some really fun. We get some really fun reactions. Um, there's some sort of like you know some that don't react, some that are a little upset with themselves. We also get to see that there's apparently. Let's see. There's two invisible people. One of them says shit. No, no, they don't. They say crap, clear crap. rating. <laughs> but I think that's meant to be the girl. Uh, what's her face from our from the main from the? Uh, Agakure Toru. Yeah, 
because she's the only one that talks. The other one is probably just some other random person. I think. I think, I think the other one's actually a guy. By the possible. I don't. I can, it's kind of hard to tell. But I think. But the, they're invisible. It's hard to tell. Yeah, I think the best. The, but the best reaction is, uh, what's his face in forty second place? Because Aoyama. His, yeah, his expression <laughs> never really changes, but you get so much out of it. It's hilarious. And so. And then we, and then of course we discover what the next one is, which is a cavalry battle. Which that's also what makes this fun, is because it's not just a "I will fight you" and "I will fight you" tournament. It's a, hey, let's go through some fun, interesting ways to have these characters use their quirks, which is why it really works. And we also find out that all the different characters, you know, all the different characters, uh, people get they get awarded point a points value based on their position in the race. And so, depending on the amount of points that you get for a cavalry group, depends on um, how many the cumulative points of the individual members. And so they go on as like, yeah, so start at five at the bottom. So forty-second place is worth five points. Forty-first is worth ten. Get it? But our first place participant is worth ten million points. And Deku's expression and everyone's reaction to it is just priceless. That it's it's what makes this volume for me and why I think you should get, you should read the first two volumes and then read this one just to get to that moment where he where his victory is absolutely dashed in front of him and he realizes oh no everyone is gunning for me now. Can Deku get first? Yes. But is he going is he going to enjoy it? Probably not. <laughs> now he has to run for his life. <laughs> yep, he's like, oh no! It's like that. It's like that with um in One Piece where Usopp gets like the highest bounty given to oh, him yeah. by um Doflamingo, <laughs> and it's like all the people that were praising him instantly turn on him. <laughs> so, but, yep. but, but Usopp had a bigger panel because that's just hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and that's again that that was a good arc for you know funny expressions, I, and that's why I continue to be a fan of Nisekoi because it does still does good expressions. I enjoy that. I think what was it that one of the one of the chap one of the most recent chapters that I'd read, which is a while way a ways back, so I'm yeah, admitting to being behind. <laughs> it's currently at a point where it seems like it's going to end at some point. Like oh, it, all right. It's it's actually getting through plot. When it gets when it's going through plot, like 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 by, by the bulldozing, oh, bulldozing, um, Yay. it's pretty much it's gonna end. Plus, it's the rank. It's been ranked pretty low lately, hmm. I recall. <laughs> Yay, plot! My favorite part of that series. Oh well, he continues to be an absolutely fantastic manga artist. So I look forward to whatever he does next. If Nisekoi is indeed ending. But anyway, My Hero Academia, Volume 3, we didn't quite get in as much detail, mostly because we were, um, we got off on tangents by a lot. So, sorry for that, folks. But, yeah, so this volume, it's kind of a little bit of a mixed bag. You get a little bit, you get a little more, you get more than just one thing, because we get the, the climax to the, uh, battle against the villains, and at the same time, we get the start and a very good ending point for the tournament arc which has not actually, the tournament part of it has not yet actually started. They will eventually team up into 
well, not team up, but I mean, um. Well, it's called it's called a sports festival, so yeah. it's, it's it's not really just about the fight. It's, it's actually um. It's if I recall, events. one of the chapters where one where one the side characters, I believe, um, uh, well, I'm not sure we get her name yet, but I believe someone well someone may have said it, but it says something about like how it's about appeal. Oh yeah, isn't that? It's, the... it's about it's about it's actually all about appeal. Isn't that the and one with one the gadgets? Who, yeah, the one with the gadgets. Yes, sorry, you were saying? That's, yeah, it's about appeal. That's, I think that's... Because, um, you know, we may have misconstrued, misconstrued the fact that, you know, this was going to be a tournament organized by... Oh, wait, it's not just a complete... It's actually a, it's a sports festival. It's like, it's the freaking Cork Olympics. It's the Cork Olympics. Yeah, it's... it's they do mention... They do mention that... This thing replaced the Olympics. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You know, after... And only held in Japan for some reason. Yeah, it's like the rest of the world is like, screw you, we're doing our own thing. <laughs> but no, no Reapers? No, we only have them in, 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 in Japanese kimonos. We don't have them anywhere else. What, you have, you have some American people in there? That... Nah, they don't count. <laughs> <laughs> they, Americans don't have souls. <laughs> what are you talking what? about? That's horrible. In, yeah... <laughs> You started going there, I just drew it to its inevitable conclusion. We're not you. <laughs> I didn't say it. I but, know. Yeah, anyway, um, no, but it's, it's fair enough. Um, American media has made, has made worse jokes about Japan, so... Fair's fair, it's time we took a licking. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, in case anyone was wondering, that's a reference to Bleach. The, uh, what we're talking about here. But anyway, um, yeah. Yeah, we're so, trying to wrap the volume. Like, what, what was it really about? What did it focus on? No, no, no. I'm trying to reel from the sudden racism in this podcast. Okay, so <laughs> basically it wrapped up, it, it wrapped up the, the villains attacking the students during their, um, uh, rescue training arc. Alright. And then it went, and then it, but then it, then it went into the sports. The start it went to the start of the sports festival. It would just finish the first part of the sports festival, I believe. Mm. There you go. Yep. It gave us much. A of the sports festival was about and showed us the characters, the characters that we just um, were introduced a while ago, and then saw them in their first um, you know, dangerous moments and such, and see how they can prove from that. Yeah, I think. But yeah, volume three is actually pretty good. It is a really good one. I think the main thing is that. It's not a it's not a self-contained volume. You have to have read the previous one, and you have to read the next one. Yep. But what it does well is that it gives us, it gives a it has a well. The starting point is very much you have to read the previous one. There's no getting around that. But the ending point it gives us a very good ending point in that we've concluded this part. There's more to come, but we're not really ending on much of a cliffhanger. There is a promise for hilarity to come, but at the same time, you could read this and then stop. You have a good stopping point. You know, it's a satisfying conclusion to the volume so that by the time it takes for the next one to come out, you're not sitting there wishing that you had some way that you could read the, the manga before the volume comes out legally in the U.S., but as we know, such a thing does not exist. Besides, Don't we'd, be say a word. To, we'd be forced <laughs> to remember Deku's bugged out eyes and the 10 million coins falling over his head. Yeah. Like a gigantic neon neon sign. 
Mm, yes. So it is. So it is a very well is a very well structured volume. I find. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Uh, we didn't really talk much about the individual characters. Was there? I think one that we should probably mention that we're getting a little bit more of is uh, let's see, what's his face? It's uh, Mr. Hot and Cold. Oh yes, yes, yes. Well, his name is Shoto Todoroki. Todoroki, that's the one. Call okay. him Icy Hot. No, I call him Hot and Cold, like the medical. We call him Zuko Two Point He basically is. I mean, it's <laughs> it's very the the similarity is very striking because he has a burn scar over his eye over his eye. Let's see, it's his left eye. Left eye. And where's Zuko's? Was it his? Le I think it was his left eye. Hmm. Let's check. Zuko. His well, name is so unique, it's pretty easy to figure out. Yeah. But yeah, so we start off... So it is his left eye, too, yeah. Hmm. Curious. Oh. Wow. But, oh well. Um, I'm not going... I'm not saying anything. I'm just not pointing out that there's a similarity. I'm not going to say anything at all. I'm not going to say anything at all. It's just because, you, know, you know, I'm sure everybody, everyone that's read, that's read the series before it started being published, you know, has noticed you know, that. Here, has noticed that. And they're like, and you know, many of us have, you know, because Avatar has has a style that's similar to anime. So you know, not anime, it's sim. The style is very similar to it. So there's, you know, those who've seen it, they go, "Oh, Zuko 2.0." There's there's a bit of what we're saying is there's a bit of a crossover in the audiences here, most likely. Yeah, I know <laughs> there is for us. <laughs> so, but yeah, so we haven't really gotten much from him besides seeing how powerful and competent he is, but here's the first time we see him, um... We did notice him using ice power. We did, yes, we do know what his power is, and we have, had been told that his power was fire and ice. <laughs> a song, have we seen a song of ice and fire. We have not seen him use fire. But, we have seen him use fire. Yet. Yeah, so he basically challenges Deku to, hey, I know you're, con you're strong, I'm going to beat you, I'm going to be number one. And so it's basically a hey, you know, a declaration of rivalry. So we get a little bit more into this, into his character, and also at one point we get a, a mention of, um, let's see, uh, when he takes out, when he takes out one of the giant robots, he mentions, especially because um, dear old dad is watching. So we get a little bit of a hint that there is something yet to come with this character. He's got a bit of a backstory that we'll be getting into because he's mm -hmm. being focused on so specifically. Um, I would have to say that out of everyone in the volume, he stands out the most. Besides, you know, Deku as the main character, but we get a little bit with Uraraka, and I like, we met, we already commented on uh, how we feel about her character motivation, mm -hmm. and so we don't know what Todoroki's motivation is yet exactly, but we're given hints of it, so. We will get more there. Um, we also, oh yeah, one thing to point out is Bakugo, who mm -hmm. he's a he's a raging anger beast by the end because he's in third place. But I, <laughs> he's... yeah, but I do like the scene. I do kind of like the scene where he's basically antagonizing the entire rest of their year, and you actually get to see that you know his his character has changed a little bit. You know, he's had a little bit of off-screen character development. Well, not off-screen. Yeah. I mean, we've seen the reasons for it, but, you know, we haven't directly focused on his change in personality until now, where he seems more... 
you know, he's feels he's more, still, you know, antagonistic. He's still the same character, but he's more calm, focused, and a bit more mature in this instant. That's of course ruined when he gets his butt when he gets his butt kicked by um Deku at the end of the volume because he's pretty furious, but he still tries for the I'm com I'm competent, I'm calm, I am determined and um confident. <laughs> but then of course character change does not happen that easily. He still gets really angry, but it's a sign of the start of his character development. Yep. And so, yeah, so I had, yeah, uh, I don't think anyone else really stands out quite as much in this volume. Those are kind of the big ones. And so... They really are the big ones. Yeah. And so I think overall, yeah, that's those are the main things that we really want to talk about. Um, did you have, let's see, I think I've said everything that I wanted to say. Did you have anything you wanted to add? Well, this this volume, I mean, um, my understanding when it got to when it got started into the sports festival, which eventually will lead to the little tournament arc that we were talking about. I won't worry about it, but I believe that when you know everyone else has made it, has, has read this series before starting publishing volumes, when they read this chapter as it, as it was published, they were worried. Oh no, they're going to this 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 usual thing where they bring a bunch of characters together and we're going to have to see them do stuff and. Oh, I hope the creator can mess this up if he does. He's his curse screwed. It's screwed. He pulled it off pretty well. I was really surprised. I was actually really, really, really down when this when this um sports yeah. festival came up. I was like, okay, wait. Then you went through the villains. You want them to go suddenly do a sports festival? Are you serious? Are you? Si oh my goodness. No, like, okay, fine. Let's see how this goes. Complete opposite of how I felt. <laughs> yeah, it. I definitely feel the same way. I. I was wary. Because the last tournament arc I've been reading, as of recent, I believe, was World Trigger. And World Trigger, as I just said, I've just gone back into its, back into its tournament arc just recently after having to deal with an outside interference. I'm like, like oh, tournament? Oh, it's back to that tournament. Yeah, yeah it's... Forget it. Yeah, it's... it's just, oh, hey, I get it, I get it, I get it. Yeah, it's definitely a, um, yeah, not as good, but... Alright, so next week, we did, volume 4 of My Hero Academia was just recently released, so we're going to read that one, and then after that, we'll, that one. Mm -hmm. and then after volume that, volume 5 comes out like August, right? Um, I can't remember, but that sounds about right, and so, far off. yeah, so it's a ways off, so we'll have some other series that we're going to go into at that, during that time, um, so yeah, we're still we're still going to decide. We still need to decide what we're going to go over exactly, but we'll let you know next episode what we've decided. So what you can I expect. think we shouldn't do like long marathons of a series unless we're really certain about having the entire series, you know, volume of it. Yeah. I mean, we do Naruto. Be prepared. We're gonna be stuck with seven volumes of Naruto up until we're done with it. Yeah, I think. Well. And if we're gonna do Naruto, like for example, we do Naruto, then. We had to not only just be prepared with the volume, but mentally prepared to <laughs> probably even have our minds changed and see things in a different light. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm pretty open-minded, as far as I know. But with Naruto, when I got into, it, I could not get into it like everyone else did. I just couldn't. Yeah. Bleach yeah. pulled me in better than Naruto ever did. Probably because Bleach started off strong. Naruto started off a little strong, but then weak, and then went weak, and then strong, and then weak the rest of the way. Bleach went strong, went weak, 
Way, 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 way after everyone's gone. Yeah, I think in those cases, I do think that what we'll do is we will get into multiple volumes of a series. Um, well, I'm still debating because I think we, I think as long as we don't get distracted, we can get through multiple volumes in a series in an hour. Yeah. Like, you know, as long as we're not just, you know, skimming through the pages going like, okay, what happens next? Oh yeah, that happens. And then that happens. And then that happens. But I have notes and I still didn't look at <laughs> Well, what I'm saying is I need to do notes because I just kind of look at the volume and remind myself of what was going on, but I need to start putting together notes and actual f actually follow, you know, have some sort of outline. We which... can do a manga read-along. <laughs> Marathon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to work. Not like a vomit, though. Not like a vomit. We can't be vomit. But, yeah. So, anyway, the... Yeah, no, that would be... That would be amusing, but... Yeah. No. <laughs> but, yeah, I think with... As far as it goes, if we ever, if we do end up doing, you know, like five volumes of a series in a week, what we will have to do is, you know, we'll have to, you know, just narrow it down to the important points and just focus on those, which hopefully if we get into, if we get into some listener feedback that tells us, you know, whether they prefer having us go, you know, just focus on a single volume at a time, or if you feel like we should go through multiple volumes at once, we're kind of open to both at the moment so leave your feedback um, leave a five-star review and comment on iTunes um, if you do we will read them out loud on yeah read them out loud no I'm just gonna read them in my head while I'm podcasting you know there'll be a couple seconds of you know dead air but the point being we'll read them on the air and um, please do it's uh, it is very helpful if you like our podcast if you leave a um, you know, a five star or whatever you feel we deserve review on the podcast on iTunes. That would be that would help a lot. And if you go to our website, BurningLizardStudios.com, you can leave um, a comment on the individual episodes. You can also contact us, BurningLizardStudios at gmail.com. Um, send an email there. You can find us on Twitter at BurningLizard. And leave any questions or comments there, whichever is easiest for you. Um, I know one time at one point I said use the hashtag manga marathon. Don't use the hashtag manga marathon. Way more people are using it than I realized. Wow. So that's not gonna work. So just tweet, just tweet me directly, and I'll read it on the air. Um, or email if you have something longer to say. Or just if you want other people to be able to see it, comment on iTunes, rate or comment, on, rate and review, or comment on our website. So I think that is everything. So we will see you all next week when we get into My Hero Academia Volume 4. And then after that, who knows?